Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast, the podcast where me and Emily talk about NASCAR for hours every week to basically nobody. Yes, hello. I'm Emily, part two of the co-host part two of the co-host team here (laughs) um welcome back to the show this is our 22nd episode it's pretty incredible can you believe that pretty incredible it really is (laughs) it really i don't even know if that microphone you're using works listen here's the deal our youtube streamers right now are really getting a show they really are really are they really are if you're on the podcast you should consider watching us live stream because you should you should do it we live stream or at least we try to live stream most every episode that we do uh, you know, this, this adds an extra element of fun. This, no, this is not usually us that in person. That is a bonus. It is. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, this isn't like a green screen effect. You know, we're actually like sitting beside each other, which is pretty neat. You know, it that is. doesn't usually happen. So um, I heard I might be coming back here in the summer, though. So maybe. Oh, did you just hear that? I, I, I did. Did maybe. you hear her telling me? Telling you what? That you might be coming back or did she yes. tell you? Well, maybe when she's trying to keep it no. a secret. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, she's trying to be quiet when she's me. I don't it's know why. As if you shouldn't know. Yeah. Oh well. Woohoo. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> but um, anyway, do you have any any jokes, any rhetorical questions, any humor? That's what I put on the itinerary. So I guess I'll kind of I'll kind of ask you about that. I I thought I'd tell a story. Okay. Please do. So we went somewhere tonight. Went to get froyo. So back in like. I don't know, 2010, you know, Samuel was a wee lad. I was. There was this, like, trend all across everywhere, and it was Froyo places, like a built-your-own Froyo, and you, like, pay by the weight. Y'all know what I'm talking about, if you know. So, Samuel, we went in his small town a few weeks ago when I was there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this place is much different than ours, so I made them go to ours tonight. So, we got we got Froyo. And so I was kind of curious what everyone's favorite, like, Froyo flavor is. Because it's so different than, I mean, you know, it's not just vanilla and chocolate. Like, yeah. tonight I had pineapple and strawberry. The pineapple is kind of like Disney World Dole Whip, which I love Disney a lot. I should do a Disney World podcast. You really but, should. Um, yeah, I have a lot more knowledge on that, to be quite honest. But um, what flavor did you get? Also, mine was 6.2 ounces. Mine was 15 so and a half. I got basically like what was it eight dollars and thirty five cents worth of worth of frozen yogurt. Which I mean, in today's world, that's not awful. That's not no. I got shock. I got the the normal chocolate one, and then I got the cookies and cream. I got some cookies and cream, and I got the. And what toppings did you put on it? Well, I got the because it if, matters what kind of what kind of froyo you get with does, what well, kind of topping. If y'all don't on. know what boba is, oh, we got, I don't know what that is it's on the left side of our live stream screen there. That's fine. It's we got fine. Some, it adds like, a little excitement. Got, yeah, got I thought you were like character. we have a viewer or something. We had some. Yeah, we do actually. We have some uh, seventy one whole one. We have some like seventies. Hi, identify hello, yourself. Yeah, tell yourself in the chat. Unless you have a secret identity or you're in witness protection, then don't do not do that. Um, but yeah, I got the cherry. If y'all don't know what boba is, whether it be boba tea or just bobas in general, it's really good. Um, it's like a sugar bubble. It is. It's a sugar bubble. And I got the, the strawberry sugar bubble tonight. And it's really, it's like eating, it's like 
what did I say it was like? It's like eating an Orbi yeah. that's not toxic like and it tastes like fruit. Yeah. yeah, and it's not going to dry out and clog yeah. your intestines. Or, like, or just like eating a bubble. I don't think. You know, like, the, like the bubbles that you blow, like the yeah. cheap dollar store bubbles. Like that's they used to sell edible bubbles. I used to have some as really? well. Like edible flavor bubbles. They didn't taste like soap. They were fruity. Oh, well, that's that's good. Well, you know, I, I, Dale Jean on his podcast was talking about like candy cigarettes uh-huh. and how he was arguing with his co-host the co-host was like you 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 know you had candy cigarettes because you wanted people to think you were smoking dale jr said no i got candy cigarettes because they tasted good and his co-host just couldn't believe that he thought candy cigarettes did, no, did you ever eat candy cigarettes disgusting i really? like 90 percent of candy i never liked those now i wanted to because i thought it was cool yeah um but no they taste like chalk they kind of do well it's like chalk with a slight hint of sugar and that's almost worse to me than just plain chalk. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, that ruined the taste of chalk for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Adding sugar in there. Yeah, um, so from froyo to chalk, that's what we've been up to. Um, but really, my question is, I want to know from our viewers or listeners, um, what would they get at a froyo place? What flavor and what toppings would toppings, they put on? yes. Because does anyone go rogue and get, like, fruity-flavored, like, strawberry, and then put, like, candy on it? Because I can't do it. Like, I really want Butterfinger as a topping. <laughs> But like, it's not on I a got fruity strawberry flavor and pineapple. I can't do it. So I got like granola, strawberries, raspberries, almonds, that kind of stuff. That so, makes sense. That's like, I reasonable. I feel like it fits the vibe. It's like smoothie-ish, but still very sugary and delicious. You so. see, I don't I do not do that. I'm not like that where, where I have to have like everything has to match. No, because you put boba in your chocolate. Well, yeah. Cause it's good. Well, so I, I think like something as sweet as chocolate evident. or vanilla kind of fits with something like strawberry, maraschino cherry. Something like that. That's why I love like kind of like a chocolate hot covered sundae. strawberry vibes. But yeah. I would have seen that if you put like real strawberries on there. But like strawberry boba. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I like the the place that we went to in my small town. They have strawberries, but they're not you know they're not real strawberries. They're just strawberries in the juice. They're the, like strawberry yeah. sauce, like strawberry um, sauce basically. Yeah. Yeah, like you would put on like an ice cream sundae. Exactly. That's why I like it. So I think I'm trying to emulate ice cream sundaes when I eat froyo. So you're and saying I think, you'd rather not have the bougie real strawberries we have in yes. my bigger town? I'm saying that. I'm saying that bougie strawberries, like, there's nothing wrong with a great, good-tasting strawberry on itself. I could eat, like, a pound of those, which somebody, an inmate actually did do that for his last meal. I learned that the other strawberries? day. Strawberries? Pound of strawberries. Well, it would have sucked if they were, like, the worst strawberries. Pound of stra- he had a pound know. of strawberries and, a, and some uh, KFC original recipe. And that's it. sounds it. like a great last KFC meal. KFC what? KFC original recipe, 12-piece. 12 12-piece. 12 yeah. And a pound of strawberries. Yeah. And that was, like, I think it was in the 90s when you KFC was still go edible. go out with a tummy ache. Yeah, you would, but I mean, you're going out. You might as well go out, go out in, uh, in style, on the toilet. <laughs> uh, so. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Any other life updates? Any? Any? Do you have any good like dad jokes or anything to tell? I mean, it can't technically be a dad joke if you're not a dad. What's true? Hmm. I mean. Do you have any person jokes to tell? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, I know. I know, but... I'm not, like, a joke person, but... Really? No, kids at, kids always tell me um, at work, they're like, you know, they tell me jokes that literally don't have a punchline, and I'm like, pretend laugh. Well, you're, yeah, I mean, funny. I feel like in your profession, you kind of be used to, like, terrible jokes. jokes. Yeah, yeah, like, Or joke things day, you can't even consider jokes. Joke day with small children is just ridiculous. <laughs> That's why I'm glad my my little cousin is actually somewhat witty. Like she actually uh-huh. can tell a joke or two with a punchline. Sometimes it makes me laugh. Sometimes I have to kind of like force a laugh, you know. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's just 
that's kids. just that's just nature, you know. Children. <laughs> children. Um, Cutie little children with can't tell a joke. <laughs> can't take one sometimes either. That's, that's okay true. though. That's true. Um, we're gonna take our first commercial break. Then we're gonna come back and actually talk about NASCAR. But I think it is kind of fun to get away from that, you know. Sometimes, at least at oh, the start of the show, to, and they get to hear, you know, they get to hear the, the real human side of us. You know, yeah, we don't talk about NASCAR twenty four seven. We don't believe it or not. Honestly, we don't talk about it unless it's on. That's true. Yeah, or there's some a big update, or or there's something like that. Currently yeah. filming, or yeah. So we're going to take our first commercial break, come back, and do a little recap of Richmond. We did a full show dedicated to that, so we're not going to spend too much time on that. We're also going to talk about the colleague appeal today, going to maybe preview Denny's appeal tomorrow, um, and then um, we'll preview Bristol Dirt. We'll talk about Chris Rebell and, and all that stuff. So we're going to take our first commercial break, and then uh, we'll come right back. Walmart, where our chicken nuggets are frozen. Walmart. All right, back. We actually kind of did a commercial break there. If you're life. watching our YouTube live stream, was it McDonald's? Was it? I don't know. Well, since I'm putting this up tonight, I don't think I have. I don't have any of your commercials saved on this computer. Oh, but my. Friday night's podcast, we'll have them back. So bring it on. Bring it on. We were just talking. Emily just signed up for a fan awards account on NASCAR.com, which win, you definitely I'm should win do. Some tickets. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, 2,500 points for truck for two free truck truck tickets. I mean, I'm sure there's some extra fees somewhere, but. Um, I'm really close. I'm at like almost 1,900 points. So, you know, look out Trek Series. We we might be invading your hometown soon. Where, um, where should we go? Um, I mean, if we do actually want to do it, we did probably need to go to one before school starts because, you know, that's kind of imperative that we be there for both of us. <laughs> yeah, but where, where, um, where are your options? Um, I mean, Charlotte Memorial Day weekend, um, Milwaukee Mile, that's after school starts. <laughs> You know, that's, places a long ways away. That's you know, kind of far. Pocono. There's not many tracks close to where we live, though. I was thinking problem. Texas. Yeah, they already ran the race, though. Yeah, that was unfortunately. The other day. Um, Bristol, Mortonsville, kind of ish close in the same region. Um, anyway, uh, we are talking about college racing next. Um, they got 25 points back um, for. Um, Dang it, I'm blanking out. They got 25 points back. They had their appeal today. They got the same penalty as Hendrick Motorsports a few weeks ago. Um, For, and they, what was it again? The illegal the modifications to uh, the louvers. The yeah. To the, yeah, those. Um, mm -hmm. Now, it is to be noted, I'm, look, I'm, I'm frustrated with NASCAR and the appeals panel on this one. Um, I know it didn't really get They're to hear like the whole story. They're a little penalty happy this year, aren't they? They are, but, you know, Hendrick got all their points back is the thing. Colleg only got 25 of theirs back. That's why everybody's what, up in arms. Do you think it has to do with, like, the level of mods they did? No, it, see, they did the exact same thing, though. Probably the amount of money they had, the threats they made against NASCAR. <laughs> well, the thing is, a lot of people think it's Hendrick favoritism. I, I don't know. I don't blame them for thinking that. I don't that. blame them for thinking that either. And as a Hendrick fan, I'm, I'm frustrated. Well, not I'm not a Hendrick Motorsports fan. I'm a fan of a driver that drives for Hendrick. There is a difference there. Yeah. I have no overlying allegiance to Rick Hendrick. I, I just liked a couple of his drivers. Um, but it's inconsistent. And these aren't... Oh, my gosh. I didn't even start the recording on the camera. Wow. Okay. I'm, I didn't restore... If I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just being an idiot tonight. I know uh, Door Bumper Cleared, they're, they're great NASCAR podcast. You should give them a listen. They do a What an Idiot Award every Monday when they do their show. I should be their What an Idiot because I am just making all sorts of technical malfunctions I don't usually make. 
my gosh. Um, it's okay. So we were just talking about how, tell them. College racing. They Take, got 25 yeah. points back. Um, I might just use phone audio. If it's phone audio, it's fine. But yeah. they get 25 points back. Hendrick gets all their points back. Kind of unfair. So, kind of Kind of a bit. Um. So for more background, the appeals panel is separate from NASCAR. That's what was used to determine um, whether these penalties would be upheld or not. Uh, it was a, you know, just like you have different juries in different cases, this was a three different members of the appeals panel uh, than it was last week. I don't know any of the people that were on it last week. I do know this week, though, one of the members was Shauna Robinson, former NASCAR uh, Cup driver, Xfinity driver. She's I was going to say, what are the qualifications? I don't know. I think just Can having been involved with motorsport, I don't think we're that qualified yet. I would like to join. I would I, like to join, They too. would think I was a little biased, though. Oh, They'd really? Like, no way. Do you have a favorite driver? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Do you have a NASCAR podcast? No. <laughs> no. Ma'am, you're wearing a Denny Hamlin shirt. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if we can admit you. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, I'd walk in there with my Bowman and Bubba gear, and they'd just be like, get out. Get out. You're too biased. Get out now. Um, although, hopefully, Bowman and uh, Bubba won't incur any more penalties, at least not to the severity where they need to go to the panel. But um, well, Hopefully not. But yeah. So, Shauna Robinson rate, was on there. At they're all going to make it there a few times Honestly. this year. Um, Shauna Robinson's the only um, one that I that I know by name that was there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who the other two were. Um my issue, again, I get that different people have different mindsets for things. Again, it, I'm you know using this on more of I guess an extreme level, but juries, you know, yeah. juries. There are different juries, and and whether you know even on the same convictions, charges, different people, but different they're mindsets. They're upholding the same laws. Yeah, they're upholding the same laws, and in that regard, the appeals panel failed lay Miz, as my dad would say, miserably. That's probably not what that translates to, but. Um, they failed pretty miserably in upholding these standards. Um, Hendrick Motorsports got, um, they still had the fines and crew two suspension upheld, but they got all their points back. 10 playoff points back, 100 points back uh, for all the cars. College Racing, I don't even think they got their playoff points back. They get, I'm sorry, they get 25 points back. Uh, where's the consistency? What do you think about this whole oh, deal, Emily? There's what? Not. There's not? There's not consistency. Do you think it's unfair? Do you think they're biased towards Hendrick? What do you think here? Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. First of all, because as an NASCAR fan, I didn't even know what colleague was um, until right now. <laughs> colleague Racing. So, who is that? So that's who uh, Justin Haley drives for. He's the one that's been negative in points. Oh, yeah. And, you know. So, I mean, clearly, because they're nobody. They're a small team, yeah. Sorry, you did Small cup team. And then you got Hendrick Motorsports. Giant behemoth. Paying them up. Paying the Rick money. Pay, I mean, Rick Hendrick is a multi-billionaire. Um, I don't know what uh, Chris Rice or Matt Colleague's net worths are, um, but it not as high as Rick Hendrick's. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's just inconsistent. That's my deal with it. It's inconsistent, mm-hmm. and that's what bugs me. It's not the fact that I think Hendrick is a favor. I don't know whether they are or not. Mm-hmm. And again, this isn't NASCAR. This is a separate entity from NASCAR, but it's still frustrating to see an entity that NASCAR clearly trusts have this level of mm-hmm. misjudgment, of um, hypocrisy, you know. Um, it's kind of frustrating, but um, regardless. So just wanted to touch on that. Um Let's look at Richmond results. Again, we're not really going to recap this race a lot because we did a whole show dedicated to that. Um, 
But yeah, Richmond, uh, Kyle Larson gets the win in a on, on what would have been Ricky Hendricks' 43rd birthday. Really emotional. Great win for him. Emily, do you want to read off the top eight in the results? I'll read off the next eight there. And uh, any thoughts you had um, on the race as well? I mean, I was proud of Kyle. Pulled it off after, you know. After you didn't pick him this week. After I didn't pick him this week. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Um, obviously, Josh Berry, like, what the heck? Yeah, dude. What a run. So, yeah. It was good. All right. Can we read them off? Yeah. All right. Read off those top eight. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and, <laughs> Definitely working microphone. And yes, yes. Very professional. See? See? If you're on the live stream. Yeah. All right. In first place, we had Kyle Larson in number five, Chevy. Then Josh Berry, Ross Chastain, Chevy all the way up front. How about that bow tie brigade? <laughs> Fourth place, Christopher Bell, repping Toyota. And then three, found on road, deads in a road. We had Kevin Harvick, <laughs> Michael McDowell, and Joey Logano. Finishing in eighth place, there's that other Chevy, Alex Bowman. Like I said, not flashy, but he's consistent. In ninth, Ty Gibbs. Tenth, Brad Keselowski. Three straight top nines for the rookie Ty Gibbs. MTJ Martin Truex in 11th. Um, he and James Small as crew chief. Might be the beginning of the end of that relationship. They are a very unhappy couple right now. <laughs> Chase Briscoe in 12th. Eric Amarola 13th. Hey, it's better than where they've been running, at least. I yeah, mean, it's, I mean. It's better than crash. Stepping it up, shall we say? Huge step up. 13th place. Whoop, whoop. whoop Kyle Busch in 14th. Ty yeah. Gilland in 15th. Played strategy, as did his teammate Michael McDowell. Solid run. Tyler Reddick. All the other Toyotas are really fast. Tyler Reddick, though. Richmond is his kryptonite. 16th. Chandler Smith in 17th place. Um, you want to read off 18th down to where? 26th. Yeah. 18th, Ryan Priest. 19th, Harrison Burton. 20, my man, Denny Hamlin. Wish he was higher, but whatevs. We'll move on. <laughs> Try again next week. 21, Corey LaJoy. 22, Bubba Wallace. 23, Daniel Suarez. Kind of backing it off from where he was at the beginning of the season. 24, William Byron. After 25, Austin Dillon. And 26, Ryan Blaney. 27th place, AJ Allmendinger. 28th, Austin Sindrick. 29th, Justin Haley. Chris Busher in 30th. Eric Jones, Legacy Motor Club, has been on the Strugla Boogla bus to start the season. Ty Dillon, 32nd. Fast Pasta wasn't very fast. He ends oh. up 33rd. Anthony Alfredo. Cody Ware, 34th. Recky Spinhouse, 35th. Break his shoes after he was in the top 10, like 30 laps in. Unfortunate. J.J. Yaley, after he was crashed by Denny, ends up 36th. And Noah Gregson. No regrets. Finishes, <laughs> finishes last. In, no regrets. Finishes last in 37th. Did you listen to his podcast this week? I did. He, um, did he say anything? He said that it was not intentional. Which oh. I'm not He's sure just if out I there believe now that. Just saying that so he doesn't, so he doesn't get penalized. That's what I was thinking too. He's That's like, exactly I'm going what to I was just thinking. Just go out here every week and say, "Yes, I crashed somebody." No, it wasn't on purpose. Every week he's just going to have that disclaimer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are your results. We're going to take our second commercial break. Come back, talk about the uh, the point standings. Oh my goodness. We'll uh, we'll talk oh, about dear. we'll talk about Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and William Byron after they had kind of had some run in Sunday afternoon. Then we'll oh oh forgot about some of the stuff i had on the editor we'll That's preview okay. bristol dirt we'll talk about um sponsors and executives and owners and and then we'll you know we'll make our poll dun, and win dun, picks dun. as well yes we will we will stay tuned kfc where the chicken is almost as good as mcdonald's kfc 
All right. Now, oh, my chair just made a really weird noise. Now we're going to talk about these standings. Um, oh, I don't even have them pulled up. We're going to talk about these standings. Alex Bowman in the regular season points lead. I'm, I'm vibing with that. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> um, Emily, how about you read off, let's see here. How far down on the screen can we get? Read off those top 17, well, if that thing will get out of the way. Read off those top 17 in the point standings for us. Sure. First place, Alex Bowman. Second, Ross Chastain. Followed by Christopher Bell and William Byron. Fifth place, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano. Eighth, number eight, Kyle Busch. <laughs> number nine, Martin Truex Jr. Tenth, Brad Keselowski. Mike Wazowski. Um, <laughs> followed by Ryan Blaney in 12th place, my man, Denny Hamlin, then Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick, Christopher, Christopher Bush, or Christopher, right? Uh, or is it just Chris? Well, Dale Jr. called him Christopher all last year. That's how that meme got started. Okay, I'm like, I thought it was Christopher. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. And then Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Daniel Suarez in 17th. Kyle Bush, Tyler Reddick, um, Ricky Stenhouse, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, William Byron all locked into the playoffs. First guy out right now, Suarez, six points out. Suarez is, uh, or sorry, Suarez, six out. He's the first guy out. Chris Buescher, last guy in right now, plus six. Michael McDowell, 18th. Then Corey LaJoy and Ty Gibbs round out the top 20. Briscoe, Bubba, Gilland, Almendinger, Eric Jones. That's your top 25. Austin Dillon, Devil A, Eric Amarola, 27th. Priest, Gregson Burton, that's your top 30. Cody Ware, Ty Dillon, Justin Haley, um... And that's, that's it as far as the standings go. So anybody on that points list, Emily, that really impresses you with how well they're running this year? Anybody um, that's, well, I guess not depressing you, but anybody that's underperforming a little bit? Yeah. Yes, depressed. Again, by Denny. Um, Den Denny depression. Depressed. I mean, I I'm happy for you, Samuel. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm not, not an Alex Bowman fan, but it's more like the fact that, like, we're a little competitive. We are, yes. And like Samuel's beating me. Yes. And my guy's not really not really there this year. And we've had some bad years. Pretty much the year I became a fan was great. And since then, not so great. <laughs> not so great. <laughs> very true, very true. So I'm always I'm just I'm still feeling disappointed that we're disappointed. at this point in the season and we're this is where we're at. Yeah. Get um, it together, dude. Last bit of business here from Richmond. Um, late in the race, Christopher Bell spun William Byron, who was the dominant car all day, ended up finishing 24th. Um, but um, you know, spun out. Bell or Byron wasn't very happy with Bell, obviously. Christopher Bell, though, after the race, called Ross Chastain a wrecking ball. He blamed Ross Chastain for the incident, which was kind of stupid, DBH. Um, and then later apologized, which, you know, good on you, Bell. Um, this sent the NASCAR... Um, fraction of the internet into a frenzy which even i took advantage of with the youtube short these uh that you guys should definitely go check out um basically blaming ross chastain for all the world's problems there were some very funny photoshops there were some photoshops that i laughed at that were dark humor but mm -hmm. it's still kind of funny in, involving some kind of tragic events but they, they were still funny um but you know ross chastain was basically getting blamed for everything by the internet um, from the Great Depression to Internet inflation to gas prices, nice. um, and uh, to Christopher Bell for you know they, they were doing it in a jokingly in a joking way, but you know still. Um, but that was kind of funny to me. Uh, Justin Marks, as he has the last two weeks, stood up for his drivers. Um, he called Christopher Bell lazy for basically pinning this on Ross Chastain. Um, so yeah. Just wanted to touch on that. The next two things before we preview Bristol Dirt here, I'm going to try to get the, through these a little quickly, but they are kind of a big deal. 
Um, so Legacy Motor Club, we, it, we've documented, it's been well documented, you know, their struggles, Gregson's not running very well, Eric Jones, who won a race last year, isn't running very well, Jimmy hasn't, well, Coda didn't even complete a lap, um, Daytona got wrecked so out sad. late. It really was, it was kind of I want to pick pitiful. Jimmy even for races he's not running. <laughs> he will be back at the Coke 600 Memorial Day weekend, so don't Jimmy worry, he'll be back president. soon. Jimmy Yeah, Jimmy 2024. Um, but... Yeah, Legacy Motor Club has not been in a very good spot. And uh, yesterday, it was reported by Motorsport.com that one of their top executives, I believe their business director, had left the company after two months. So, I mean, even I, I mean, I'm an idiot. I didn't get fired after two months. So, I think he left or he left. Yeah, I left on good terms with my stuff. Emily hasn't gotten fired yet either. Um, but he left. And then today, which I'm not sure if it's a direct result of this or not, but it is business related so i wouldn't be shocked two of petty gms's very prominent sponsors that being tied and gain so cleaning products um you know laundry curtains um they I'm glad left you know those products me too don't eat tie pots um but, but they go over to college racing so two of their top sponsors leave for a, com a competitor a chevy team that's about the same size as them um what do you think about this whole deal, Emily? Do you, I mean, obviously, it's very detrimental well, to yeah. uh, to Petty, to not Petty GMS, Legacy mean, Motor Club. Any sort of company, if you lose people to come to a competitor, that's that's kind of yeah. losing a, a lot bummer. of money too. And especially when you're kind of in the public eye like this, like that, that that, that says something, and yeah. uh, people probably noticed, and obviously, and just saying, yeah. Um, it is noted, I don't know how much stock to take in this or not. I'm not saying Richard Petty's a liar or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, how much stock in the interview um, as a whole. But Richard Petty did say that when Jimmy Johnson took an ownership stake, he kind of came in. Um, he kind of, you know, said, okay, we're going to kind of do things my way now. Um, and whether that's a result of this, whether maybe Jimmy made a mistake, which mm -hmm. it's hard to admit, but maybe Jim, Jimmy's a racer. He's not necessarily a businessman first. Um, no, that kind of came with it. Yeah, it is kind of. It is kind of interesting to uh, to think, though. Maybe you know, maybe that did happen. Last thing before we preview Bristol Dirt here, the NASCAR owners had a scheduled meeting with NASCAR this morning to talk about initiatives and uh, you know, just probably basic corporate stuff. All the owners decided that they had better things to do. They probably walked down to the local, you know, Concord, North Carolina, Dunkin' Donuts. They boycotted the meeting. Um, it sounds like, from what I heard, that they are not very happy with uh, their current cut of the TV money and any of the revenue stuff right now. I'm not the most knowledgeable person on it, um, on that subject, but this next TV deal is huge in terms of how much money the teams get. The teams want more money than what they have right now, which seems like a reasonable request. NASCAR is requesting that the owners of NASCAR, like the France family, um, be president meetings. NASCAR is kind of saying no to that. Owners are just very unhappy. It's kind of tumultuous over there at corporate right now. Um, what do you think about this whole deal, Emily? What do you think these owners, you know, it's it's kind of owners versus corporate, owners versus sanctioning body. Um, what do Sounds you kind of like think a about this a rich people cat fight to me. They <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know who's right and who's wrong and just... I'm with you. Just... Figure it out, people. Yeah. I mean, the, the next media rights deal is huge because not just for money for the teams, but like the direction the sport's heading um, because TV ratings are kind of crappy this year. We, we I feel only like had, if these people really care, they need to put some effort forth. Yeah. 
Um, something has to be done with this next TV deal. Something we we just we can't have this much animosity because I don't want this to be like a baseball, basketball, football lockout situation. We don't need the replacement NASCAR version. Although if Keanu Reeves would make a movie about that, like twenty years later, that'd be pretty sick. Um, I don't think we need that though. That'd just be bad for the sport <laughs> as a whole. Um, yeah, we're gonna take our last commercial break, come back, and preview the Bristol Dirt Race happening for the third year or third time this year. Wendy's, we have chicken nuggets too. Wendy's. All right, time to preview. Bristol dirt. Bristol dirt. Bristol dirt. I I have feelings about short tracks. Very true. I have feelings about dirt tracks. What are those feelings? They're not positive. (laughs) (laughs) Really? How come? It's lame. It's not like the NASCAR I know. I love super speedways. I love love big ovals. I mm. yeah. You are different from a lot of NASCAR fans I know, and that's good because we need we need different we need differing opinions. We we need we Most need NASCAR angry. fans would say I'm not a fan. That's true. They would and, say your opinion doesn't count. Yeah, and I would answer with a rebuttal of punching them in the face. Just Thanks. FYI. Thanks, you got my back. I got I got your back. Thank you. Um, unless you like smack talk North Wilkesboro or Martinsville or Bristol, like right to my face. So. I mean, I'm not going to smack talk it. You just know it's not my preference. Like, I'm not yeah. saying they shouldn't run them. I'm fine. not saying, I'm just saying, like, it's not my, as a viewer, yeah. it's not my favorite. Absolutely fine. I'm not saying no there couldn't be a race that's like, oh my gosh, that was so good. But, like, yeah. as a whole, like, that's not what I yeah. would, if I got to pick the race each weekend, that's not where we, where we would be. Yeah. Third track, I mean, just like Richmond this past weekend, it's not a track I, I love. I mean, I, I like it. Obviously, that's where I went to my first in person race. That's, you know, that'll always have a special place in my heart. But, it's not a track that, you know, has just put on great racing over the years. It put on a fantastic one for great two races this past weekend. I mean, you know, I'm all for it. You know, I get what you're saying. Um, yes, you never know. You don't. Um, it's not consistently awesome. Yeah. Like Going to Bristol Dirt, are. though, Bristol Dirt's been a mixed bag. The racing's been all right, but the, the main issues have been the fact that NASCAR has no freaking clue how to make these heavy stock cars run on a dirt track well. It's like, why are they running on freaking dirt? That's kind of my opinion. No, I'm all this for a dirt, dirt race. Racing. I'm just upset that they've done it so poorly. Now, rain last year was a big part of that. It was just a mud pit. It looks like we might not get a truck race in Saturday night, honestly. The rain chance is 90% on Friday when they're doing practice and qualifying. It's 95% on Saturday when obviously so trucks are racing and cups are qualifying mud part two yeah and they're using heat races to determine qualifying it's not one you know one two laps using heat races which i like because it brings that dirt track feel um you know that small town you know american dirt yes. track feel but um now i love me some small town dirt racing you know we've been yeah we've been I, fun I know some i've got some friends that race um it's fun it's not nascar I agree. I mean, that was a part of the sport, you know, 50, 60 years ago when it had to be, but I agree. I just don't think the future of the sport. No, I'm fine with a race like this. Again, it's not the fact, I'm not just against the idea of NASCAR running on dirt. I think it's the fact that they've just executed it so poorly. Um, I oh, love that it's it at is. Bristol. For me, I'm, it is the fact that they're running on dirt. <laughs> I love the fact, you know, I, I love the event field they're doing. Obviously, they're running it on Easter Sunday. A large portion of NASCAR fans are, you know, Easter Sunday is a day to celebrate Easter Sunday, not go racing. 
I think Bristol's done a great job incorporating Easter services and church services and music into it. It's a big awesome. event. It's an Easter night event. It is. And they're running it at night, too. They're Good not running them. it oh, around. So people are going to have like Easter with their family, go to exactly. church, whatever. And that, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I really like about that's it. As awesome. someone that will be doing all those things, like I love Easter anyway, just, you know, obviously for what it represents for me personally, but also... You know, family time, deviled eggs, and and you know, good food. Um, deviled eggs and angels. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, these are angel eggs. You know, they're not. You know, the resurrection eggs. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you get to cap it all with a race. So hopefully it won't get rain delayed and it won't end at like eleven. Yeah, what o'clock. time is it gonna be? Starts at six our time. Okay. Green, green flag probably around six fifteen. Yeah, that'd be so, perfect. Perfect yeah. for me to like sit down with my McNuggets and. <laughs> Easter McNuggets. Easter McNuggets. Nothing wrong with an Easter Actually, McNuggets. Actually, I'll be making cookies most likely, so That's true. that will be even better. Yeah. Um, NASCAR did, though, implement a few car changes for Bristol Dirt. They uh, they did some stuff with the grill shapes and engines, so hopefully we won't have stuff like last year where the cars literally just suck dirt and mud in, and then the engines just blow up. Um, hopefully there not. won't be too much mud everywhere. Mm, excuse me. Um, so they did make those. There's a great YouTube video of Steve Latart on NASCAR's channel that I encourage you to go watch if you want to learn more about those. Um, that's why I learned about it. Um, but anyway, Bristol Dirt Preview. Third year we're going here. Best driver so far there has been Joey Logano. His average finish there, 2.0. Won there in 2021, came home third last year. Kyle Busch is the defending winner, but do you remember the finish of this race, Emily? Nope. A year ago, Bristol Dirt, it was nope. when Chase Briscoe dove it into turn three, wrecked Tyler Reddick. Reddick still somehow finished second, but Kyle Busch was in third. I think I, Seems I think like a Kyle texted Bush me um, late that night because I think I was already in bed because it was like 1130 Eastern yeah. time or something like yeah. that because the rain delays. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that. Um, I was probably like, yo, guess what Kyle just did? <laughs> he just won. Um, but yeah, I don't know what Chase Briscoe was doing. He had no way of making the corner and he just took out Reddick. And Reddick handled it very gracefully, but Kyle Busch waiting in the weeds and came home to claim the win um so i'd say good for him we're but, not going to make mm. our poll and win picks just yet but who so are close. some guys that you have your eyes on i got my eyes on harvick larson larson got my eyes on racer. bowman um got my eyes on denny always whether <laughs> he's in the front or the back got my eyes on him <laughs> i'll be watching um, so we'll see we'll see yeah i think i one guy i really have my eye on is daniel suarez he finished fourth here in 2021 um, and then last year in 2022, I think he led like 50 laps. I don't know where he finished. Um, and also Ricky Stenhouse, second here in the inaugural running in 2021. And I think he was seventh here last year. You can go watch stat tracking from Monday on the, on the channel to go see, uh, you know, all, all the truck and, and cup, um, finishes from last year. Um, but now I think we can make our poll and win picks. Um, one more underdog though, I do have to mention Jonathan Davenport in the 13 dirt racing phenom. Um, and he will be um, in that 13 car for Colic that Chandler Smith at Richmond just drove to a um, to a 13. So Bristol dirt covering this Tennessee short track in dirt. Emily, who do you think is going to win the poll? And remember, it's not just like one or two fast mm. laps qualifying. It is, you got Richmond got results heat. pulled up. Um, yeah, it's some heats. No, I was going to pretend like I had knowledge here. Hold on, hold on. I was going to be like, yo, remember in 2015 when Kurt beat his brother? Like, <laughs> do you have to call me out? Um, <laughs> Who do you think is going to win the poll? And they might not even be able to qualify, but if they do, you know, who's going to start Bush. first? Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush. Oh, okay. 
He's got history there. You're looking at Richmond, not Bristol. Hold on. And Bristol dirt is also uh, like kind of different from normal Bristol. Anyway, you're doing all right. Hold on. Um, <laughs> my po- I'm going to go with Kyle Larson to win the poll. I think he'll start. Um, Look, it's been a freaking Kyle and Kurt show for. It has, yeah. They the Bush Bros yes, are I great get, at Bristol. It get dirt's different. Yeah. But. No, no, you're on the right path. Um, <laughs> you're, you're on the right path. You're on the path to I'm success. I'm over here Googling the wrong. You're doing great. I, why I had Richmond in my mind, I don't this know. This is why you should sponsor us. This is why you should let us do an ad read or, or give us an affiliate link because this is our, our knowledgeability. That's probably not even a word. Knowledgeability. Um, who is your pick to win? And if it is Denny, which that's fine if it is Denny, but who, who could be running second that are also in contention um, to, to go get the win? It could be Brad. Brad Keselowski, really? Could be Brad, yeah. He's I mean, he won in twenty twenty. He did win there in twenty twenty. Pre dirt. Pre dirt, yeah. Pre dirt, yeah. But you know that Food City Supermarket Hero five hundred. <laughs> I mean, Brad killed it in the Ford. He killed it. He really did. You know, he 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 had the pole. He he finished out the race. <laughs> You can't know my knowledge. It's it's so it's so great. I do. It really is. It's just so much knowledge. Could be Brad. Knowledge spouting from anywhere. Could be Brad. It's like I finished in the COVID year. But then <laughs> yeah. like like Denny, I really hope he gets it. Like he did in twenty nineteen at the Bash Pro Shops in our night race. Yeah. And that Toyota. Again, he started in the pole, finished it out. We got a lot of pole winners here. We do, yeah. Bristol's a track that has historically favored pole winners and guys that start up front, and that's kind of continued in these dirt I races. I feel like that's a thing with short tracks because it's they just get stuck. Yeah, no, you're yeah, you're right. Why I don't like it. And it's easy to get to go lap down pretty soon into races too. Um, I'm going to go. I've been debating myself all week. I don't always love to pick a guy for these races. I just feel like it's kind of boring to pick a guy that's always been great at tracks or that like the guy that won there the last time he went to a track because I feel like that's boring. It feels like it's the obvious pick. No. Same thing with my championship picks. I don't just want to pick the previous champion to win the champion to win the championship in the off season. I'm going to break that rule. He's not the defending winner, but he finished 3rd last year. Okay. He won in 2021 in the inaugural Bristol Dirt Race. I'm going Joey Logano. I think he's a top five driver in the garage. I think he gets win number two. Um, he's always better than I think he's going to be. I know. He kind of sneaks up on you, though. He does. Like, honestly, first four races this year, it wasn't bad, but he was, wasn't fantastic. Goes out and wins Atlanta. I and you're like, like, okay, he's he back. He has been in, like, Larson's shadow over the years. Yeah, especially these last few. And he's, I mean, he's he's won the same amount of championships as him since Larson came back. Yeah. <laughs> So that is really interesting to watch. But I, I think Logano is going to win this race. Um, I could see Larson being up there, great dirt racer. Tyler Reddick. But Christopher Bell also, he hasn't really shown out that much. He's yeah. a great dirt racer. He's run the Chili Bowl kind of in your backyard before. Yeah. He's won that yeah. a few times. Yeah. Great dirt racer. So I think he could be up there. Um, any final thoughts here? Previewing Bristol Dirt, recapping Richmond, any of the penalty news or anything else we talked about? I mean, I hope we see a great race this weekend at Bristol, Richmond, wherever we're going. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, I hope I am proven wrong and that it is exciting. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So, again, you know, whether you whether you celebrate all the stuff that we do on Easter Sunday or not, it's going to be a great show, going to be great uh, festivities. I think on FS1, like 3 or 4 o'clock, they have a, a concert with, I think it's Chris Tomlin or cool. somebody. Um, is that on TV? You said FS1? Yeah, FS1. And then the race is on um, Fox. That is, I think qualifying is on Fox Sports 2 Saturday afternoon. The race is on Big Fox. Um 
I would expect my six, uh, weekly text with the daily schedule. Six central, yes. Every every Sunday morning, I send you a text. Say, hey, That's this right. is what time the race is. This is what the channel is so. Listen, I've never had to look it up in my life. Never had? I don't Google. I, I text Samuel if I have a question. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Um, so thank you all for listening. Um, rate us, follow us, like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, email us below the online podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the YouTube channel, the spotter stand, or the you know the podcast, business and careers, media stuff. So, you want to verify us on Twitter? Yeah. We'll make an account. We don't even have to. You'd have to do that. I'm not getting on Twitter. That's way too toxic for me. I couldn't stand it. Okay. <laughs> I literally only go on Twitter to check, like, weather updates and sometimes sports scores or to check, like, a government official's page if something's going on. Um, but, yeah. It's okay. Just don't have an account. Just check it. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Might um, as well just have an account. I don't need one. Um, but, anyway. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on to our YouTube leave live stream. A, we do leave live us a stream review, all these. Follow us or do that, yeah. subscribe. Keep, make us auto download. Set yourself a reminder. Exactly. We have shows. Fill up um, your phone storage. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So yeah, yeah. You should you should stick around. You really should. We'd like to keep you. Yeah, and uh, you know if there are any potential sponsors or anything like that listening, hey, come on board. I'm trying to apply. Podcorn, please answer. Answer, there is. Please, Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Answer my emails. They're the advertising agency, so Podcorn, answer my emails. Um, but anyway, we will talk to you guys Friday night. Tonight, yep. wait, what's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. All right, so, yep. yeah, Friday this night. This is posting tonight, so. Um, and Friday night, yeah. cut pre-race show, you YouTube cut pre-race show, and a cut pre-race podcast for Bristol Dirt. So, thank you all for listening, watching, whatever you're doing, and goodbye. Goodbye.